Hello and welcome my fellow geeks, weebs and collectors to the Twisted Geek Podcast. My name is Daniel and I hope you're having a great week. This week we're going to delve into another manga review. This one is called Hell's Paradise. It was recommended a little while back from a YouTuber called Nitro's Corner. And I picked up the first volume, I think maybe round about November-ish time in 2020. Uh, read through it fairly fast, got absolutely hooked, but it wasn't until the end of 2021 that I managed to get a hold of the next volumes. So I reread a couple of the last chapters in the first volume and then went back over to this, the second volume and third volume and just about to start on to the fourth volume. There is, I think, I believe there's 11 in the Japanese series so far or overall for this uh, manga series. And so far in English, I've whooped about volume 6. I think volume 5 has just been released and volume 6 is due to release very soon. So what we'll do, I shall give you the synopsis of what this manga is about. And I will discuss that a little bit further as we go into it. Gabimaro the Hollow is one of the most vicious assassins ever to come out of the ninja village Ikagawa. He's ruthless efficient and betrayal results him in being handed a death sentence. He has only one hope. In order to earn his freedom, he must travel to a long hidden island and recover an elixir that will make the shogun immortal. Failure is not an option on this island. Heaven and hell are just a hair's breadth away. So the first main thing that actually grabbed my attention about this manga was the visual look of the cover. It is kind of a mixture between a black and white manga style with a lot of colour splash and watercolour over the top of it. It is very visually stunning and it is quite different from some other mangas out there. Uh, so after the recommendation of this, I picked this up, uh, just think it was on eBay or Amazon or something like that, uh, standard price for about a tenner. Uh, it started reading it, uh, basically the story goes that, as you heard there, after Gabamaru has been betrayed, he is given a death sentence and he finds that him and many other death row inmates are brought to this, I don't kind of like this uh, big kind of, I don't know, like city hall kind of style thing prison kind of area, whatever you want to call it, and there's loads, loads of them there, and they're all being given this one chance at a pardon, which is to go to this island, which they call the Paradise Island, and find the elixir, bring it back, and they will be given a full pardon, but the catch is, only one pardon is available, and there's about 20 convicts there, each convict has their own, essentially, personal guard as well. These guards are basically to keep an eye on them when they go to the island, if they do anything out of turn or try to escape. They're, the guards are essentially meant to just assassinate them. Uh, Gabimaru's guard is Yamada Asamon Sagari, uh, daughter of the Yamada clan, a group of ronin ex executioners sometimes called Nekchapa Asa. Her skills with blade are the best of the best. Much to the surprise of those underestimated women, she feels anxious about killing. Sagari is the Yamada Amazon ranked 12th in the Ito Ryo school. So each one of these criminals does have one of those matter as well with them, accompanying them to the island. Unfortunately, when it first starts, there is a slight catch again, and that they believe that there's too many people to go onto the boat to ship them over. So straight away, they need to do a cullen, and they essentially just let all the different ones just fight it out and kill each other off until they're satisfied that there's a shortage of them, enough of them there now to get on the boats and head out. The first thing I will definitely say of this one, it did take a couple of chapters to actually get into it. Though the artwork is very visual, 
uh, physically stunning. It gets does get a, a lot lot better as it goes on as well. I found that the first chapter or two, I don't know if it's just the English translation to it, but it seemed like a, a little bit juvenile. It was slow paced. It didn't didn't really get to the point very fast in that in that kind of sense. I don't know, something about the way it was wrote was hard to get into. But as you get to chapter three, four and beyond, it just completely ramps up. The the storytelling gets a whole lot better. You get a lot more character development quite fast with this. And Gavin Morrow is portrayed as as it is like one of the classes the best assassin that's ever been out of his clan, which is if goes one second. So I'll give you a full synopsis of Gavin Morrow's self. Uh, the strongest shinobi formerly of the Ikawaga feared as Gavin Morrow the Hollow. He was captured and death row. But for his wife's sake, he journeys with Sagari in search of the elixir of life. As the story goes on, you do find that even though he is feared as being the most vicious, most horrible, um, essentially well, the reason he's called a hollow is because he's, the people say he's hollow inside, he has no feelings, and that's what he kind of relies on in order to do his tasks and his killing and assassinations. But as it goes on, you do find he has a soft side, and that soft side is for his wife. As it moves on and they start to venture out to the island, uh, they soon shortly realise everyone there that it's not a, quite the island they thought it was going to be. It's classed as being Paradise Island. Paradise is not what it is. As they land and they get to shore, more or less instantly, they separate and go out and are attacked by these weird monsters, creatures on the island, which look kind of, a lot of them look fairly humanoid. Uh, some of them have human faces, like insects with human faces, and moths with human faces that come at you. This is caused like anyone else and anything else that would happen does completely throw you off. Everyone is surprised and unsure about what's going to happen. But they take off in their own direction and start fighting all these different weird monsters and try to survive onto the island. Uh, of course, uh, Asamon Sagari, of course, does not trust Gabimaru. She sees him as just a vicious criminal. Uh, and his hands are bound so he doesn't get a properly fight. But in the end, he does end up fighting and essentially saving her life. And you'd think at first it would be one from one of these weird demons. But it's not. Uh, some of the other death row inmates had a plan of that if on the island itself, since they have the only ones to survive, they're better off just trying to take out the competition straight away and then move in. They'd be freely happy to go across the island and actually find, find for the elixir. That's, of course, when everything goes crazy and one of them does actually come over and attack Gabimaru. He's this kind of huge guy with samurai gear on and like hundreds of different weapons on him. He's obsessed with weapons and testing out weapons. And he wants to test it on Gabin with the Hollow. He thinks that's a good way to improve his skill as well as taking out the competition. As the fight goes on, he does actually go towards uh, Sagari as well. And Gabimaru ends up saving her rather than killing her uh, in order to get away and that's when she starts noticing kind of the other side of him she sees he's of course his killer instinct side when he destroys lords as well as his more soft side but man this manga gets intense fast this the pacing really starts kicking up from um, volume two and then straight on into volume three these monsters are deities they're kind of called um absolutely huge like 15 20 foot high coming after them the visuals are absolutely stunning on how people are killed the action scenes the way the fight uh the character development really starts picking up and you start seeing the other sides of gabimaru 
Sagiri and all these other characters that come into play in order to essentially just get the elixir. That's the whole, it's only motivation that Gabimaru's got is get the elixir no matter what so he can get to, get back, get the pardon and get back to his wife. And I've got to admit, I am absolutely loving this so far. The story is completely gripping in the end. It's taking us by storm, the visuals, the way I say it. Just the, the whole overall look and the idea of it. In order to get this elixir, you've got to go to this paradise that we've sorry, heard before and a lot of different things. But not the island the way it is. Uh, especially spend, sending criminals there to get it and not just normal criminals. Each of these criminals are, like Gamaro, are all kind of powerful criminals. you got like, the king of bandits and things like that. This one guy was absolutely huge and he just destroys people with pure force. I think he obliterates them. And of course, on top of that, you've got all these samurai executioners on them, which are masters of the sword, all in this island together. They quickly realise when they get there that they don't really think there is going to be any escape. Where I'm at at the moment, they actually meet these other characters, other than these massive monster-looking things called, I think, Tanzen, I think they're being called. And they are kind of like, essentially like a little immortal deities or immortal classes, maybe classes gods onto it. Uh, and they have these, this massive regeneration ability, which I'm sorry, brought on by the elixir. Uh, no matter if you chop off the head, burn them, slice them down, they regenerate in next to no time. And this is another thing where the series really gets you. Start introducing you to characters, building that character development, getting a little bit of background story, and all of a sudden, one of these other things come in. You think, alright, oh, yep, they're going to do it, they're going to chop the head off, did this. Next thing you know, boosh, boosh, bang, and the person's gone. And that is it. You see the person fighting away, trying to hold the things off as much as possible for the other people to escape. And this character you all of a sudden just came to really like and love is Nomo. It's essentially like a George R. R. Martin novel. It's like, I like this character. Do you really? Dead. Oh, really like this character. Get some t development here. Really like that? Dead. 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 Gruesome death. And it just continues like that throughout it. But it is absolutely awesome. I do really, really like it. And it's probably one of the very first, not, it's not many mangas that I've actually read, which has been with no anime. I don't believe it has an anime at all. Maybe there might be one coming into the future for it. I think it would make an awesome anime or even just an animated movie. Anime movie, sorry. I think that would be pretty cool. But I'm looking forward to continuing reading. Um, I've got four volumes so far, like I was saying. Going to try to get the fifth and then the sixth, which should be out soon, and then go from there. But if you like action, gore, and something that's visually stunning as it goes on, and it is an easy read after you get past them first couple of chapters, I would highly recommend Hell's Paradise. For me, I would easily give this an 8.5 thumbs up out of 10. I could even maybe push 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 a little bit higher but i want to want to read some more of it first to make the decision to see if it continues to go in the upwards climb it is going so i hope you've enjoyed my review of hell's paradise volumes one two and the slight bit of three i went into there as well definitely have a shop around in order to get it i picked up volume one for about 10 pound but then up at uh, forbidden planet they had two um, sorry, they had the three for two on, so I managed to get volume two, three, and four. Uh, and they were only selling for £9. I got them for £18 for the three volumes, which was a right steal. It was awesome. And so happy I managed to pick them up. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, or subscribe wherever you are, whatever platform you're on, whether it's going to be Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you may listen this to. It would be very much appreciated. I bring out new episodes every Friday. So until next time, my geeks, weebs, and collectors. Remember to embrace your geek, and I hope you have a great week. Cheers.